Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Brent! What's happening, young lady? What's going on, baby? How are you? I'm good. I'm stoked to talk to you. I haven't heard your voice in a minute. I know. I haven't talked to you in forever. You've been very busy exercising on Instagram. I do exercise, and I do have an Instagram. You put those together, and it's just a recipe for success. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) It's got to keep you honest, though, right? It 100% keeps me honest. I've kind of backed off of it a little bit because I started to, like, look at my personal Instagram and see what I was posting, and I'm like, huh. I think I might be turning into a douchebag. So I, uh, I just stopped, I stopped posting because I was kind of like, eh, I don't need to post all this stuff all the time. Nobody wants to see this. Well, for anybody that's a Shinedown fan, obviously when you guys are out on the road and you're doing a ton of press, we all know what you're up to. But social media kind of lets us behind the curtain a little bit when you guys take time off and you kind of disappear a little bit and just go, what did you do to relax in between albums and tours? We were, well, one of the things that was unique is that for this particular record, we started recording it last year in January, um, but we didn't really take any time off because we did something different where we normally, we get done with a touring cycle on an album that will take the next year to make the record, but we're so used to kind of like being in a cave the entire time i said for this particular album i said let's do some shows like while we're making the record just to get some perspective in answer to your question i haven't really stopped um just you know i've done different things in regards to scheduling but i mean i was with eric uh 179 days last year um because me and him produced the record i mean literally he produced the album and he mixed it but i was with him every step of the way uh and then zach and barry came in like in the middle of all the writing process and then we started to do that but uh yeah i mean last year we we opened up for iron maiden we toured in july we did a bunch of festivals and we made a record at the same time well you kind of walked into it that's why i asked you the question because you haven't stopped touring, not only with Shinedown, but then with your acoustic project. So I was going to reprimand yeah, you and tell you to take a friggin' vacation. Well, I mean, I just, I think I'm just really excited about what we are doing and what we're getting ready to hand to the world. And I hope that it's received well. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't do good. You've known me a long time. I don't really do good sitting still. <laughs> I don't think either one of us do. That's why we're friends. (laughs) 100%. Well, let's talk about this record that you're talking about. It's called Attention, Attention, and it comes out on May 4th, and we got the first taste, the new song Devil that we've been playing. Is this the vibe of the record? Tell me about this album. So uh, one of the things that's different about this album is that we self-produced it. Um, We've been very lucky over the years to have worked with a lot of really great engineers, male and female, um, and some outstanding producers. So we've always kind of kept our eyes and ears open uh, in our career when it comes to studio uh, time and what have you. But it was time for Eric to to take control of it. Um, So that's one of the the new things about this record that's different than all the other ones we've done. We self-produced it, and Eric actually mixed it. Um, It isn't a concept record in the traditional sense of a concept record when you think of, like, The Wall by Pink Floyd or Operation Mindcrime by Queensryche or even Tommy. 
uh, by The Who. But it is an album that we have kind of, the way we look at it is it's a story album. And Devil, which is the first single, is the beginning of the story. Um, and it does play through, uh, and it does tell a story from one song to the next. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's a finale. There's not really an ending to the record, because we're not really good with goodbyes. Um, but uh, this is definitely a psychological and an emotional journey. The whole record takes place inside of a room, um, and we want the listener to uh, put themselves uh, in this chair and, and inside this room and, and kind of look at themselves not only um, from a personal standpoint, but how they kind of navigate the world around them. But it's really a record about not being afraid to fail because it's going to happen. I mean, that's, that's part of being alive. You know, you're going to slip sometimes, but you can't just be paralyzed into the corner of your own mind and your own self-doubt, not attempting to go after certain things that you want to do in life because you think you may not be good at it or you may not be ready or you think you're you're going to fail. I don't think that people will be defined by their failures. I think they'll be defined by the fact that they didn't give up. Well, most successful people will say that they grew the most after a failure. Yeah, 100%. You know, if you it, it doesn't make it's not interesting if you win all the time. You know, you've got to have something to strive for. And Tell me about it. I'm a Patriots fan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you how much I love the fact that when you were talking about great concept albums that you put Operation Mindcrime in your list? It's one of the one of the most advanced like from a story plat like a sto- from the story platform of that record and just, you know, it's a it's yeah, I mean I I I kind of there's so many cool things about that record. I kind of get flustered when I talk about it. I don't want to like babble and ramble on about it, but it's a really, really well done record. It's one of my favorite albums. Like one of those albums that you have on the deserted island, that's on my list. Yeah, it's a fantastic piece of work. Well, I've been going down memory lane with, with a lot of my friends in music recently because next month is my 20th anniversary on the air at WAF. Congratulations. They're you, all lucky to have you. We, You were one of those people that I wanted to talk about because when I think back of the last 20 years, I have so many fond memories and a lot of them have you guys in them. It's been so long. It doesn't feel like it's been 20 years, though. No, it doesn't. In some respects. Or does it feel like that for you? Well, I've been going back through a lot of pictures and a lot of memories and a lot of old, you know, interviews and whatever. And, you know, in some ways it feels like it went by in a blink. And in other ways, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said something so stupid or I wore that. What was I thinking? Well, but you've always been really, really comfortable in your own skin. And from the moment I met you, you just always had just an amazing energy and you're just a really, really rad human being all the way around. Um, so, you know, those are all growing experiences, and it's a process with anything. But, I mean, I think back to, like, when we first met each other. I mean, one of the most substantial things in our band's history happened right there, you know, with you in that building. You know, when, uh, you know, the whole story of why there's a Simple Man tribute song from us uh, it was all really born because of the fact that we did it right there at WAAF. So there's a lot of, you know, that in and of itself is a, is a big deal. I can't believe that that was 14 years ago. It, yeah, it's been a minute. You know, we, you know what, though? I think we both look better than we did 14 years ago. 
I agree. And you know Especially what's crazy? you, because I got, I got a, I don't know what happened the other day, and I'm not going to try, I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm actually, this is a compliment, but I had a, like a, a picture pop up the other day in like my photo albums. Like I'll have those things like pop up on my phone, what have you. And it was a picture of you from like Facebook when I think you did, you did some kind of a calendar one year. And <laughs> It was, but there was one shot of you, and you were totally, like, working it, girl. Like, I mean, you were you were in all these different kinds of outfits, and it was a very, um, it, I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was wow. Let's put it that way. But you're, this picture of you came up, and you're literally wearing a fireman's outfit with <laughs> suspenders and everything, but you're not wearing a shirt <laughs> because you've got the suspenders over here. And I was just like, whoa, where did this come from? But uh, you look good, girl. The firefighter whose gear I borrowed said when I returned it, it smelled better than it ever had. I've, I bet these one lucky man, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I've done a Mantown calendar photo shoot. Once or twice in my time? Well, I thought it was very, very tasteful, but uh, you, I, I got that the other day, and I, I found it interesting. I was like, I'm going to be talking to her in like two days, and just popped up on my phone. But, uh, you know, you look fantastic, and, you know, you know, 14 years, and, you know, hopefully, you know, 14 more. Oh, I hope so. I mean, the thing about taking pictures like that is that someday when you're that crazy old woman, you can look back and be like, look at how great my boobs looked back then. <laughs> uh, well, you you know what you you're just such a class act all the way around. But I totally understand what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, me and you go. You know, I don't take it lightly how far we go back, and I think we've got a lot more to do together in the future. And and you've always been there. You you've been one of the biggest supporters of this band, not just from you know the the political side of things in regards to you know the record company and how we do things. You know, it is called the music business for a reason. But you've always been just unbelievably genuine. And you know, I know that you work in radio, and we've known each other for a long time. But at the end of the day, we're friends first, and I absolutely adore you. Well, I was thinking about you the other day because I was down in Florida and I was in Fort Lauderdale on vacation and I'm on the beach and this car drives by convertible top down as you guys do in Florida and they were blaring your version of Simple Man. And while I was laying on the beach because I knew I was going to be talking to you too, I was like, wow. And that really started to get me thinking about all of the things we've done together and all the crazy stories and you know, I, I just love you guys, and, and we've been great friends over the years. And, you know, I just I just look back so fondly at all the things we've already done together, and I really am looking forward to all of the cool stuff that's in our future because I know you're going out on the road, so I know you're going to be here, and that means we got to hang yep. out. Absolutely. I want to try to actually get a day off in Boston. It seems like the last couple of touring cycles over the last like three years, we never ever get um, a day off in Boston. We play Boston, but we don't ever get a day off in Boston. So I'm going to have to work that out. I just talked to Josh Todd from Buckcherry about this very thing the other day, because everybody thinks touring is so exciting and you know, all of this sightseeing and all the stuff you would do if you were on vacation. And when you're in a touring band, you guys are so busy all the time that you never really get a chance to just go out and have any fun in town. So put that on your top of your priorities when you come to town, because we need to hang out and go do something fun. Absolutely. It's a date on every level. I mean, the, the other thing about that, though, too, is, you know what? I know what I signed up for. 
And, you know, sometimes I'm a lot better at it now than I, I used to be because a lot of times on day off for me, uh, because of my voice and what have you, because I'll do five shows a week, um, you know, I can't talk all the time. So a lot of times my days off are like in the hotel and there for a while I was just always in the, in the hotel and doing my thing and, and what have you. So I, I make it a, I'm, I, I really try to get out and kind of see the city and see the country that we're in um, more than I used to back in the day. It's good for the soul. Well, you were talking about your voice and obviously trying to take care of it with a touring cycle the way that you guys do it. Roger Daltrey was just lecturing a bunch of fans at a concert the other day, yelling at people to wear earplugs because of how deaf he is now. Have you taken a lot of steps to take care of your hearing and your voice because of people like Brian Johnson from ACDC or Roger Daltrey being so vocal about the struggles that they have later in their career? Well, I mean, I don't know much about Roger Daltrey and some of the issues that he has. What I've read about Mr. Johnson is, uh, you know, the, the, the ear issues that he had stemmed from not music, but it was actually um, all of the, the race cars over the years that he raced and the motors because he never wore earplugs during that time. Um, funny, uh, not funny, but uh, a unique uh, story I saw recently about him is that they had finally kind of developed an in-air for him that they actually there was a doctor from Boston that had, that he was working with that was uh, putting together a different in-air system for him. But uh, for me personally, yeah, there are things that I do. Um, I, I'm mandatory every uh, three months, no matter where I am. Uh, I will go see an ENT and I will have my, uh, uh, I'll have my vocal cords looked at just to see where, you know, where they're at. Um, a few years ago, I had a little bit of a scare because I had, uh, some nodules on my left vocal cord. Um, I was able to heal it naturally. Um, but, uh, and the only way you can really heal it naturally is to not use it. So I had to be quiet for about two weeks. Um, but I was able to get it. <laughs> I would love um, to see that. Of. And then with my hearing, I always try to make sure that I, you know, at least every six months, I'll, I'll go to an audiologist and just see where everything's at. So far, knock on wood, uh, everything is, uh, is healthy and is good to go. But it's maintenance. You know, you can't go for like a long period. It's just like getting a physical. You know, you don't want to go two years without getting a physical. So um, it's just, you just got to make time to check those things. My voice and my body is, you know, that's my instrument. So uh, you just got to be aware of it. That's all. Well, that's why I need to spend more time in Boston, because if Brian Johnson's ear doctor and Adele and Steven Tyler's vocal cord doctor are both in Boston and Ozzy's tremor doctor... I think maybe you should just move here. That's just my theory. Can I hang out with you for a little while until I find a place? If I'm going to, like, have a little summer home there or something, can I, can I hang out with you, hey, like, until I find a place? Are you, are you asking to move in, Brent? I mean, that just escalated quickly. Yes, me and you, just like bosom buddies, like back in the day. We got to put GoPros around the house because that's a reality show waiting to happen. Hey, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Anytime you want to come over, you know you're more than welcome. You don't even have to call I will take first. that invitation. You don't even Here's have what to. what you wish for. You might get a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know you're there when the tour bus pulls up in the cul-de-sac. Totally. It'll pull up and then drive away, and it'll be me with, like, some, you know, really, really nice flowers and two suitcases, and I'll be like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Well, before I let you go, do you have any touring news? Can, can you drop any 
any any info on us about what's when you're going to be in town? I don't have a specific overview on like Boston proper. Um, uh, I, I think anybody that's kind of taking a look uh, in media right now knows that in July we're going to go on tour with our really good friends Godsmack that we have not been on tour with since 2006. Um, so we're doing a tour with them. Um, we, I'm actually in St. Louis right now getting ready for pre-production for the beginning of all the touring cycle uh, that starts on the 19th of this month. But uh, I don't have any news yet about Boston proper. But uh, I, I can't believe that it's going to take too much longer for us to, to get some uh, – for us to get some dates in the area. Yeah, I find it very hard to believe. We're always working on it. We'll be there sooner than you think. Yeah, I I find it very hard to believe that you guys would be touring with Godsmack and Boston wouldn't be on the top of the list for the tour. You know what? I mean, we just want to make sure that we we serve everybody that we can. At the end of the day, (laughs) the audience is the boss, and they've given us a platform. So, uh, But yeah, Sully called me in December last year. Um, we were talking about just, uh, I think me and him both had had some unique experiences over the year working with different bands and, you know, you got to love them and respect them. And, you know, we, we can really go out with, you know, anybody, but me and him just kind of talked about doing something really special with each other and making something really unique for the fans and really focusing on the show together. And, uh, he's such a gentleman on like so many levels and he's a real, real pro. And I learned a lot from the guy back in the day too so the fact that we get to uh do a tour together we're really jazzed about that they're doing their 20th anniversary tour too we came up the same year so it's it's kind of cool to have these anniversaries happening at the same time yeah oddly enough the record the sound of madness in june of this year will be uh 10 years old that's crazy right it goes by quick (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, I know you got a lot of stuff to do, so I will let you go. I appreciate you calling, honey. I miss you, and I can't wait for you guys to get to town. Absolutely. We miss you, too, my dear. And uh, as always, thank you so much for all the love and being there from day one. We, uh, it, it's not lip service, and, it, and you never go unappreciated. We adore you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon, okay? I can't and, uh, wait to check out just, the new album. Now that you're telling me kind of the story and the theme behind it, I'm so psyched to hear the whole thing. I think people are really going to dig it. You know, they, they wanted a heavier record, and that's what we've done. Um, and they wanted something, you know, we really, really listened to the audience, and they, they asked for some specific things for this record, and I think that we've accomplished that. And uh, I think it's the best work that we've done in, in over a decade. And uh, we're very, very proud and honored uh, to uh, be able to, to bring it to everybody, and we definitely look forward to getting to Boston as soon as we can and, uh, you know, throwing down with everybody. All right, honey. We miss you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, my dear. Have a great rest of the day. I'll see you soon. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.